Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Intentional Healing, and I am Nicole Bridger. So today I thought it would be great for us to talk about um, sort of the frenzy and hysteria that's going on around the coronavirus. Um, I am not a health professional. Um, what I wanted to talk about or give perspective on is in relation to the work that I do um, and more getting perspective on uh, why we as humans um, freak out, what's going on here on a, on a bigger level and what we can do um, while this is going on um, to stay calm and centered um, but still proactive. So um, for a lot of people that I've talked to, this is a very heated topic. Um, whether you are one that is um, really living in fear and, um, and um, scared of what's going on, or you're on the other side that you're feeling even angry and frustrated about all the hysteria um, and just wish everybody would relax a bit. Um, so we'll address both sides of the coin, but I know that people are feeling pretty passionate, whichever side um, of the coin you're on. So before we begin, just take a deep breath. Notice where today your mind is out there in the world where it's needing to make decisions and uh, where it's distracted. And with that deep breath, just calling in all of that thought energy into your body for these next few moments together. All of those things will still be there when we're done. And when you feel ready, coming back. So, First of all, um, again, I'm not a health professional. Um, the perspective that I'm offering today is um, in relation to the work that I do around mind, body, spirit, medicine. This um, for me is um, to help give some perspective. Um, and to have an understanding of what's really going on. Um, in the human psyche um, on, on either end of the spectrum. And I have of course been um, reading um, the articles that health professionals have been putting out. And, um, and I can see that um, they have yet to determine exactly how serious the coronavirus is. They have not yet um, been able to do enough testing to give an accurate uh, percentage of people, of those people infected, what is the accurate percentage um, that are fatal. So right now we don't have enough facts 
to really know the severity of this um, virus. We do know that it's contagious. We do know that it affects elderly people. And so what can we do with those facts? Now to me, until we have those stats, um, it's important for us to also look at the flu. And the flu, um, the flu actually um, is fatal to, depending on the year, but anywhere from 300 to 500,000 people um, a year, which is um, a considerable number. And we don't yet know if the coronavirus is significantly more fatal than the flu. Um, so we will wait to find out. So what are health professionals saying? They're saying no need to panic, to stay home if you're feeling sick. If you have any symptoms, avoid contact with other people. The, the biggest thing that we can do is stop the spread of the virus. And how do we do that? When you're sick, stay home, self-quarantine. They're saying if you've been traveling uh, to affected areas, self-quarantine for two weeks, um, that if that within two weeks you will know if uh, you have contracted the virus or not. And if you are healthy and out and about, wash your hands and refrain from touching your face. So I recently uh, just traveled to Kuala Lumpur. I uh, just got back two nights ago. And so I had the opportunity to go to the airport and travel from um, Bali to Kuala Lumpur. And of course, everybody um, is kind of freaking out about it. Um, everyone's wearing masks um, and just generally talking about it. Um, the health professionals have said that the masks do not help you um, from getting the virus. In fact, there is an argument that wearing the mask um, makes you touch your face more because um, you're constantly adjusting it and that's what you want to avoid. The masks are useful if you have a cold or a virus because when you cough, um, the phlegm from your mouth um, is held in and it doesn't go and then um, reach someone else. This is a skin-to-skin -skin contacted virus. It's not airborne. So you need to somehow touch um, where the virus is. Perhaps somebody who has a virus uh, coughs in their hand and then their hand touches the surface. You go and touch that surface and then touch your face. Um, so it cannot be contracted um, 
airborne, what could happen is um, someone could cough and their phlegm could enter um, your mouth or go on your hand and your hand could touch um, your face. Uh, and that's how you would get it. So all of that, what that's saying is, if you're sick, stay home. If you're sick, wear a mask. If you're healthy, leave the masks to those who need them. I keep hearing about um, places out there uh, that have run out of masks uh, for people that do need them, whether they're sick or they are health professionals um, that are attending people with the virus. Um, they need those masks. Um, even the just health professionals that um, also might be sick, um, they need to contain the virus within them. So. Um, those factors as well as, um, again, washing your hands and don't touch your face, which is actually quite tricky because we touch our face, uh, like 50 times an hour, apparently. Um, so that is essentially, um, the advice from the health professionals. So now I wanted to give a little lens on, um, why are people freaking out? So I want to explain to you uh, something called the circle of influence. We all have a circle of influence. Um, what's within our influence are things that we can um, affect, can change, can control. So things like what we choose to eat, the relationships with our family, um, our direct contact with uh, people that we work with. Um, things like that are within our circle of influence. We can create change in those areas. Uh, so pertaining to the virus, what's in our circle of influence? Well, we can stay home, we can wash our hands, we can be educated, on what's happening and we can remain calm. What's outside of our circle of influence? So things like um, global politics where we don't have direct influence, um, things like what's going out going on out in the world that we we cannot control directly is outside of our circle of influence. So what's happening right now is that often um, people can, um, out of fear, want to focus on the things that are occurring outside of their circle of influence. So remember, in the work that I do, whatever you focus on will grow. If you focus on panic, feeling out of control, feeling like a victim to what's happening, then this will grow. Your fear will grow. And that is what creates hysteria. People uh, lose um, their centeredness and begin to feed the fear that actually thinks that being 
in more fear will somehow <laughs> a bug um will somehow protect you so it's a tricky thing in your mind because um when that part of your brain is being activated asking it to stay <laughs> centered and calm um does not feel safe in fact people often feel like um when they are afraid of something outside of their circle of influence that they feel helpless that somehow doing nothing is irresponsible and somehow being super stressed out and fearful um, is doing something um, they feel helpless and um, and so they start to focus on on stressing rather than focusing within their influence, uh, their circle of influence. Um, when we are coming from that place of fear, no amount of worrying and control will ever satisfy that part of, of your brain that's in fight or flight. Um, and, and that is um, when hysteria occurs, people get so stressed out um, that they, nothing will uh, calm them. And you see uh, reports of people, um, you know, attacking um, Chinese people, just completely from the wrong side of their mental state. Um, not wrong side, but um, from this place of such fear they allow that part of them to take over and it's um it's not reasonable if that makes sense and nor can they even reason with that side of themselves so if we start to understand um what's going on with people why are they getting so terrified you can see it as a kind of addiction actually um when people um, feel helpless and they're in such a state of fear that the worrying be becomes addictive, um, the stress becomes addictive, and you are artificially uh, soothing the fear mind. Well, if I just worry a bit more, or if I just go and buy as much toilet paper as I can, uh, somehow I will soothe this part of me that is terrified. So if this is you, if you're in a state of feeling terrified, taking a moment to just take a deep breath and recognize that you are not in this moment actually in danger. Your life is not being threatened. Taking a deep breath and asking yourself, what is it that I'm really actually afraid of? And for those of you that are in this sort of state, um, there will be a deeper fear there of um, safety, loss of control. And this is an opportunity for you to heal that part of your mind that has taken over. Now, I also wanna to touch on those of you that are 
in a more reasonable state, uh, mental state, um, perhaps even so far to the other end where you're feeling passive, um, which also can be another um, way of being in denial um, and just checking in with yourself. Okay, am I, you know, being in denial about the situation um, out of a place of anger and annoyance um, and a way for me to sort of rebel and um, not be like those people? This is an opportunity for you to recognize um, what your judgment is around this, because I've also heard a lot of people feeling angry about um, people in the community that are um, so stressed out, um, angry towards the media um, for focusing so much of it and uh, for creating the hysteria. So, it's important to recognize that no amount of judgment is going to soothe this issue. In fact, the harsher that you judge someone who's in fight or flight, uh, the more that they are going to want to hold on to their state of coping. And important for you to ask yourself, you know, what is it in me that is feeling so righteous about this that feels the need to be so judgmental? Um, and, you know, I do it too. The, you know, occasionally I get frustrated um, about the media and, and how much they are pushing people into this state of hysteria. Um, so really important on both sides of the coin um, to really check yourself and take a deep breath and ask yourself, how am I contributing? Because um, focusing on it and being super stressed, um, having it keep you up at night is not going to help you. In fact, uh, stress is one of the biggest immune system killers. And if you are needing to be healthy and fight a virus, one of the most important things is for you to stay healthy. Stay healthy, stay calm, continue with life, and the things that make you feel happy and safe. Um, and um, to check yourself if you're on the other side of the coin where you're feeling angry, judgmental of those in hysteria, um, angry at the media, to ask yourself, how am I contributing right now? Because uh, being judgmental on an energetic uh, level is not helping this. It's actually um, holding it fast. So what can you do is again, take a deep breath, know what's within your circle of influence. Washing your hands, staying home. And energetically, um, as I always say, come, with, come at this with a sense of compassion and curiosity. Compassion towards uh, others 
for whatever way um, they're handling this situation. No big deal um, on either side of the coin. And curiosity within yourself, noticing um, your own reaction to, to the situation and asking yourself, you know, what is it really in me that is causing me to have this reaction? Whether it's driving you into deep fear or judgment. Because if you, if you have been following me for a little while, um, you'll know that your thoughts are energy. Um, it doesn't have to be something that you say to somebody, even just holding a thought of judgment towards somebody else. Uh, you are transmitting that energetic field. And it is up to you and only you um, to look inside and ask yourself, what is it in me that's wanting to hold this, this thought, this belief. And sometimes um, we hold a kind of righteous belief where I'm not that kind of person. You know, I would never allow myself to be in hysterics or on the other side, those people are so irresponsible. I would never be like that. And, um, and the judgment kind of allows us to keep these limiting beliefs, um, if, that, if that makes sense to you guys. So uh, this, of course, um, you know, we're just in the middle of it. Um, it could get worse before it gets better. It could also um, fizzle out uh, if the health officials are really able to do a good job of um, containing and, and testing and um, stopping the, the spread. But what I really wanted to get across today was that stressing about the situation in no way helps. Stress and focus on the fear of what's happening is energetically going to build it. So take responsibility for your own thoughts. Am I contributing to the growth and spread of this virus through my thoughts of panic and fear or judgment and frustration? Or am I contributing to the safety and well-being of everyone? Not by being naive, but by really intentionally being educated and intentionally focusing your thoughts where they're gonna be most helpful. That's a huge difference. So please, um, I'm sure that this topic is going to spur up um, many comments um, and feedback. Please uh, reach out to me. Um, again, I am not a health professional. This is my um, perspective from the health, the sort of mind, body, spirit perspective um, for the health and, and well-being of everybody. And um, I hope that this has been helpful for those of you feeling a little bit helpless.
I wish you a blessed, blessed day. Thank you. Thank you.